Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 10th of May, 2021. In InfoSec news this week, pretty much just going to address the elephant in the room, the Colonial Pipeline attack. This threatens to be not just another ransomware attack, but this one could have far more significant consequences than the many that have come before. Late last week, Colonial Pipeline, which accounts for about 45% of the United States East Coast's fuel, was forced to shut down its operations due to a ransomware attack against its systems. Even President Biden was briefed on the incident, and it doesn't get much more high-profile than that. So, will such a significant incident lead to changes in how ransomware is tackled? Maybe, but it is worth remembering that there have been plenty of damaging and high-profile ransomware attacks across the United States and elsewhere, which have not resulted in police or government involvement or coming up with a way of tackling these gangs. That's likely largely due to the fact that ransomware, as a problem, is actually a knotty set of interconnected problems, all of which defy easy solutions. Certainly, many companies need to take cybersecurity more seriously, and vendors need to focus more on selling software which is secure and not just rushing it out to customers and perhaps fixing it later. But forcing companies to spend on cybersecurity with no obvious return is hard. Obligating software companies to fix every fault before they ship their software would bring the industry to a halt. And persuading police to take these cases seriously is another problem entirely. Few forces have the expertise to tackle this sort of complicated investigation, and even if they did, tracking down culprits is difficult, and securing a conviction, all but impossible. Many of these gangs operating from jurisdictions, such as Russia, which are very unlikely to hand over suspects for trial elsewhere. On top of all this, every time a victim reluctantly pays one of these gangs, they are making the gangs directly stronger able to take on even more ambitious attacks, even against organisations which have invested soundly in security. But possibly the bigger issue is that as we connect more and more systems to the internet, the real world becomes more at risk of threats like ransomware, that until now have only ever been a problem for the online world. This may focus the attention of governments and police more in this direction. For example, if a ransomware attack means your company loses the sales data held on a few servers, Few people, apart from you and your direct manager, are probably going to be too upset, but say those servers were running the traffic lights on a busy stretch of road, or running x-ray machines at a local hospital, then the attack has a real-world impact. Understandably, people are sceptical. Will anything really change anytime soon? For the ransomware gangs, having their activities brought to the attention of the President of the United States is unlikely to be a good thing, even if ransomware gangs themselves have courted publicity for their attacks in the past. This has mainly been a way of putting pressure on their victims. Such a high-profile incident as this may put a bit more momentum behind efforts to tackle the problem, in the United States at least, where several prominent politicians have already voiced their displeasure and intent to help combat the problem. If, at the very least, more funds are made available to improve the security of creaking but vital infrastructure, that will be a step in the right direction. An arguably much bigger step would be making it harder or even banning the payment of ransoms in this context. While this would certainly bring short-term pain for victims, it may in the longer term be a way of reducing attacks. Of all the complicated problems which have allowed ransomware to take root and flourish, it could be that the geopolitical challenge is one of the toughest to overcome. Sanctions and indictments have done little so far to stop the flood of attacks, but if the nations which still allow these gangs to operate within their borders could be persuaded that it's no longer in their interest to let them do so, the situation could change massively. But for now, it's hard to see the threat of ransomware going away anytime soon. 
Even worse, as we network things together and put computers in charge of more and more of the real world around us, the problem is only likely to get worse. Following the initial release over the weekend, Colonial Pipeline's operators have reportedly paid $5 million to regain control of their digital systems and get the pipeline pumping oil again, following the initial ransomware attack. News of this payoff was broken by Bloomberg, which not only cited anonymous sources, but also mocked the sources of other news outlets for saying earlier in the week that the American pipeline operator would never pay the ransom. Media grandstanding aside, the pipeline company of Georgia is said to have paid $5 million as a ransom to regain control of all of its systems. However, according to these same sources, the decryption utility supplied by the criminals following the payment was so slow in operation that Colonial continued restoring its systems from backups as it has been since the initial attack. Following this, news from the ransomware gang itself, posting a press release stating they are apolitical and will in the future vet all targets before they are attacked. To quote the release, We are apolitical, we do not participate in geopolitics, do not need to tie us with a defined government and look for other motives. Our goal is to make money and not creating problems for society. From today, we introduce moderation and check each company that our partners want to encrypt and avoid social consequences in the future. Darkside is operated as a ransomware-as-a-service, or RAS, which consists of two groups of people. One group, the core operators and developers of the ransomware, and the other, a set of affiliates which are recruited to hack networks and deploy the ransomware. Generally, as part of this arrangement, the core operators earn approximately 20-30% to of any ransom payment, with the rest going to the affiliate. RAS operations are typically free-for-alls where affiliates can attack whoever they want, and the core operators simply develop the ransomware, handle negotiations, and accept ransom payments. Darkside, however, now apparently realising that one of their affiliates picked the wrong target with the Colonial Pipeline, have said they will now evaluate all targets before they allow an affiliate to perform an attack. If true, this is a good thing for critical infrastructure, healthcare, government agencies, and so on, as it is likely Darkside will pass on attacking these entities in the future. However, this could lead to affiliates switching to other ransomware operations with fewer scruples about who they attack. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the news items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.